WrestleMania. Fighting is our life. Pump it up, pump it up, pump it up. Ladies and gentlemen, we are kicking off a week-long um, week series of shows celebrating this year's annual WrestleMania event. WrestleMania 38 is almost upon us. It's so big they had to split it up over two nights in the Lone Star State of Dallas, Texas. Yeehaw, baby. So we've got trivia. Tonight's Metal Hammer of Doom, we're looking at the Be A Man, Randy Savage rap album from October 7th, 2003. We are going to be doing live streams of Ring of Honor and all of the aforementioned WrestleMania cards. We're going to be going to Effie's Big Gay Brunch. We're going to go on Joey Janela's Spring Break. We're going to have some blood sports for the culture. We're going to do it all, and we're starting tonight, baby. I am your host, the mandated reporter, and frankly, I'm mortified, Mr. Mark Rattledge. And this Metal Hammer of Doom, like I said, is a special one. We're doing another rap album. Be a Man, Randy Savage's rap album, is the debut studio album by the aforementioned professional wrestler, the late professional wrestler Manny uh, Macho Man Randy Savage the song My Perfect Friend written as a tribute to Mr. Perfect Kurt Henning was the title track uh, well um, there the song Mr. Perfect My Perfect Friend was written as a tribute to Mr. Perfect Kurt Henning and the title track is a diss song aimed at Hulk Hogan oh Jessikins woohoo <laughs> <laughs> I cannot wait to dig into this album this oh. this nonsense that is oh. Be a Man by Randy Savage yeah so I, I guess I gotta ask real quick and I, I know you've gotta bring on our, our, our third person here but uh, you know uh, one thing that we need answered is when we first realized this was a thing so keep <laughs> that in mind as, and we've gotta answer that question after we bring on our, uh, our buddy Yep. Also, of course, joining us tonight, as he has been doing for the last several weeks, and will hopefully continue to do so uh, in the uh, months to come, ladies and gentlemen, the Metal Coop, Robert Cooper. Hi, Natalia. Hi, Natalia. <laughs> How you doing tonight, Coop? I am doing all right. Uh, not only did I get to listen to a fairly basic uh, rap album where I probably could have made a better one by uh, just clipping Randy Savage promos and like stitching them together like Frankenstein's monster. <laughs> uh, not only did I do that, but I also found the, one of the most beautiful YouTube pages of all time that has a ton of just random ass Japanese uh, Japanese wrestling song releases I found Hulk Hogan's disco album on there from nice. 81. We I found Roddy Piper's uh, singles. I found Leap and Lanny Poffo's music career. What a fucking world. Wow, that is quite the treasure trove. We, we're, I think I, I told you, you brought this up earlier. You're doing it now again for the show for the benefit of our uh, worldwide audience. And I think I said to you, we need to do this next year. Like, we just need to dig into this YouTube page and, like, song selections from all of these things and just do like a 10 song playlist or something 12 songs and just go through all these weirdo fucking wrestling albums that are out there i, think I would love that i, I think, think that's that's I, next year's wrestlemania show we need to the plan is this we get them all onto one big spreadsheet you know i love the spreadsheets <laughs> oh my god we all Who, rank them. jesse 
who doesn't love spreadsheets? Really? <laughs> we rank them and we I go from worst to best. Yeah. Out of the average. And that's that's what we do. We just got to figure out because there's a lot of them, which ones are going to make the list. All right. I'm going to put this on the, on the on the schedule. The schedule for next year. The schedule. The schedule. I don't know if you know this or not, Jesse, but this album was not critically acclaimed. Uh, You've got to be kidding me. I know. (laughs) You have got to be kidding me. How old is Randy Savage in 2003? Anyone know? Uh, Uh, I looked it up. He's got to be late 40s, early 50s, I think. mm -hmm. Hold on a second. I'll definitely get you a answer. It was 2003, right? Yep. So... Uh, not be a man. I don't need to be a man. I just need Randy Macho Man. Give me the give me the wiki. Oh yeah, dig it. Give me the wiki. Born in Columbus, Ohio, November fifteenth of nineteen fifty two. So that puts him at, at two thousand three. So that's put that puts him at fifty one. Jesse, I know that you're the nicest guy in the history of humanity, but occasionally even you get miffed at somebody. And, and you're in your 40s. You ever just have an urge to just do a diss album? Just, you feel like there's no way to handle a conflict with another human being than with a diss album. Am I wrong about that? Oh, boy. Yeah, I mean, I understand the reasoning. I understand the motivation to do a diss album. Trust me, there's been plenty of people where I'm just like, I could write <laughs> letter upon letter upon lyric upon lyric mm-hmm. about what I want this man how 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 I want this person to suffer uh, but I've you know of course I don't have the recording skills nor do I have the money like <laughs> said wrestler <laughs> how about you Cooper you ever just want to lay a diss track out there you know you being a you know, middle almost middle aged adult male you ever just feel like you know I need to put out an album to tell people how I feel about uh, my what is it? What does he call him? My, oh, no, no, not my perfect friend. Um, but whatever it is he refers to Hogan on here, his old best friend. You ever just feel like that? You got to do a diss album to really get your feelings out there? Oh, yeah. I mean, not only uh, a diss album. Uh, I feel like I can drop a, dis- a discography, if you will. <laughs> I will right. drop an entire career <laughs> of diss albums. A discography. A discography. That is the name of that is the name of my next album, Discography. <laughs> so when when is it? When when was it that you realized this was a thing, Mark? Oof. When did you find out that Macho Man Randy Savage had a? Was it two thousand three? Like, were you attuned into the music scene so much at that point that you were like, "Holy shit!" I Randy had, Savage has a. I had to have been because I I was still actively watching wrestling. In 2003, 2004. So, like, it comes out October 7th of 2003. It does not make a splash. But, obviously, the wrestling blogs have to have been talking about it, right? Like, the internet's still happening at this time. I mean, within a few years, we're going to have, you know, at that time, we have blogs. We have newsletters that are all online. And in a few short years, we're going to have podcasts. And then a few years after that, um, never, never mind. I was going to make a joke. Everybody's going to have a podcast. And, and, a few years after that, you have a podcast. In 1980, movie. you get a podcast. Um, you know, wives will leave husbands, that sort of thing, because they're too busy doing podcasts. You know how it is, Jesse. Um, oh, yeah. So, um, yeah. I, so when did I know? Probably not too long after it came out. It, ha- it had to okay. have been. Um, 2006, 
2007, I think, for me. It had to have been like really? 2007, 2008. Yeah, it was late. It was later in the... I, and I honestly believe somehow I stumbled upon it, maybe, okay. through Spotify. Um, really? Some, yeah, What the somehow, fuck were you listening to? They were like, you know what? I understand you're listening to know. Funk Dubious, but you know what you need to be listening to is Randy Savage. You know, what I might have been doing was trying to find like some of the like, uh, WWE albums. Okay. And it may have been suggested that way. Uh, but yeah, I remember going, oh, well, this is the thing. I mean, and as I started <laughs> listening to it, I, was, I thought it was going to be like the biggest. There's no way. There's absolutely no way. We've got Randy Macho Man Savage on the front cover of this thing with chains. And he's, <laughs> I'm like, am I going to take this seriously? Well, we'll have to find out. Coop, were you aware this thing was a thing? Yeah. And to be honest, I don't know exactly when it was that it came on my radar because. Like, as soon as I got into wrestling in, like, 2006, I was that kid that, like, that's all I talked about. I was, like, the, it was like comic books, wrestling, and heavy metal. So no yeah. wonder a girl didn't kiss me until I was 20. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> wah, wah. <laughs> wah, wah, wah. It's a living. <laughs> um, yeah. Go ahead. But yeah, like, it, it's always existed, yeah, like, to me. And it's always just been a like just a funny joke of oh, did you know that Macho Man Randy Savage had a rap album and you know most of your people that know wrestling are like yes and the people who don't are like <laughs> like the Slim Jim guy like there's but no I, way anyone could possibly be taking this seriously and yet and yet here we are gentlemen we're about to well, I mean <laughs> somebody was taking it seriously and his name was Randy Savage <laughs> yeah he well, was he was well, mad man like you listen to see here's the thing and, and, I'll, and to, to further answer your question I don't think I knew that there was an entire album I just knew about be a man Hulk Hogan okay all right all right now, and I think I actually I might have actually seen the video at least once or twice back then um, and at this point and they're in there and we could talk about this when the song comes up but at this point those guys aren't getting along they are there's issues between Hogan and Savage, not just in the squared circle we're talking about in real life. They stopped talking, I think, a couple years before this. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so there's actually some real life, you know, tension to yeah. where he felt. Well, I think like the whole thing with, with you know, the whole thing with Omega Power is I think you're led to believe that it's just all a work, but I, I guess I've heard. This is where I wish we had, like, Pat or Gavin or somebody on who has this, this stuff committed to memory. Oh, but yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I got I, – I, I was under the impression – I was led to believe – I thought I remembered that there was real-life heat between Savage and Hogan because of Elizabeth. And now that I'm saying that out loud, I'm actually remembering the documentary, you know, right. th- that framed him as sort of a domestic abuser and very controlling and – she went to Hogan and you know because they were right. all friends and there may have right. been wife swapping going on we don't know <laughs> and we're not here to judge we, we should the... look into that Linda Hogan book you know the one where she's in a boxing ring for the picture <laughs> I didn't know that she had a book yeah um, it's called I think if only you knew or something like right. that and it's got her fucking plastic ass in front of a boxing ring you should look it up look what consensual adults do is between consensual adults I'm not here to judge that my, my point is maybe exactly maybe Randy was engaging in those things and then was like this isn't fun for me anymore and you know and then he goes back to being controlling like and dude. then Elizabeth runs to like Hogan and Linda save me from this animal that that aspect of it though is like mm-hmm. so 
not Randy Savage. Like we all know that uh, he was painted as this control freak. And right. I don't think that was too far from the truth. How in the world is this guy actually going to be like, yeah, I'll go ahead and let you, uh, you know, let, let you kind of fool around on the side. Yeah. It's, just it's hard. Does not does yeah, not I see that. I, I just can't, I can't I, fathom it. So, you know what, in, in defense of that position, you don't know how you're going to feel about it until you've like, if you're, if you're already, if you're already in a place of, I'm not into this, this isn't going to happen. I, I disapprove. That's one thing. Mm-hmm. If you're mm-hmm. like at the very least on the fence about it, then you really won't know how you're going to react until you're, until you're in it. You know what I mean? Okay. And, yeah. and yeah. you know, and it might've been like, Hey, we're big time celebrities, big time wrestlers with hot wives, you know, wife swapping. That seems like a fun thing. I never thought I would do growing up in Ohio. And then it's Ohio, right? Yeah. Okay. Right. No, it's Columbus. We're, we're, Columbus, he, he, Ohio. He, he, he was he was born in Columbus. You got it. Okay. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm agreeing so, with you, sir. You are correct. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Um, so like you're so you're Randy, you're Hulk. You know, you're these people who had very ordinary lives growing up, and you know, and they get to this place of stardom, and yeah, things like you would never you'd never think you'd be in a threesome. You'd never think you'd be into wife swapping, and like you give it a try, and then only until after you've done it and you've watched another band bang your wife, and you're going, huh. I'm not as into this as I we, thought I once was. We absolutely know Hulk Hogan is. Uh, yeah, at least, yeah uh, he is. Yeah. So, <laughs> laying that pipe like a plumber, baby. He don't care. <laughs> you, you, you know about the deposition and the Gawker case, right? I'm aware of it. Of his I'm all, penis. Well, I yes. do remember. The, I do remember him saying Hulk Hogan's penis is like ten inches long, but not Terry. They Bullitt. describe it's, it as a meat. Thermos. <laughs> oh, ladies, <laughs> come drink from my meat thermos. Wow. Uh, I will that's not stop crazy. saying that tomorrow. I'm going to get yeah, myself thrown that is, right that out of work. That is in the lexicon right now. <laughs> it is making its way in. Hey, Melissa, get a load of my meat thermos. Put your pants on. What's wrong with you? And you. All right. That's um, your thigh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all music. I don't know if you know this or not, Jesse, but uh, this was not a well-received album. It definitely was not critically acclaimed. I have a few reviews here. All music, one star. Rap reviews, four out of ten. And Sputnik music, one out of five stars. Let me let me paint the picture here because I, I clicked on – I go to the wiki, right? Yeah. Now the wiki is like sparse. I yeah. mean, my goodness, I don't. Yeah, I, I've, I've read you the entire the wiki. Bottom, this is this is. <laughs> <laughs> it says at the bottom, "This is a stub," and it, I've never seen anything more described accurately than that. This is a stub. Um, but there are plenty of links down there that will take you to uh, to some of the stuff that they pulled right. this information from, and they're pretty lengthy articles. One of which was MTV.com dropping the news of this album before it was getting ready to be released. Mm-hmm. So I'll kind of just paint the picture here. That way we can get into the album, we can start talking about some of the songs. Yep. But Savage is you know, he's hanging out with some boxers. Okay? Okay. He's down in St. Petersburg, Florida. Him and his meat thermos. He... Yeah. No, wait, that's Hogan. <laughs> Sorry, no, that's, shit, that's Hogan. Hogan. That's Hogan. Sorry. <laughs> I have no idea. Wrong dong. <laughs> No idea. <laughs> right, dog, anyway, wrong attitude. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Jesse. He runs into Bill Edwards, which is the Big Three Records chairman. 
and they start talking and Savage is like laying it on him like he's like a big rap fan and Bill Edwards is like oh well if that's the case let's do a thing mm-hmm. uh, so he's got he's got uh, big threes in-house team the rascals is what it says here in-house team the rascals spelled r-a-s-k-u-l-l-s mm-hmm. wink wink uh and yeah so they put pension a what what is it pension a squeal um so <laughs> so, so anyway, yeah, he's like hey let's do a thing and they start laying down these tracks now just to get this out of the way, I went over to Discogs, I think is what it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Discogs.com, not Disogs, Discogs. <laughs> and it's surprisingly very little, if not any, of these lyrics were written by our main man, Macho Man Randy Savage. Say not it surprised. ain't so, it's a work. You <laughs> better believe it. I, I, you know, I, I assume that he obviously was like, uh, you know, approached as to, hey, what would you like this song to be, and what is your, <laughs> how do you feel, sir? Oh, well, I feel like, are you ready? Uh, I feel like getting them ready to to jam out. All right, well, here we go. Um, so, but yeah, you could go through the credits for all of these, and I don't think his his brothers listed on Perfect Friends. Leaping Lanny. Yes, but oh. I, I unless his name is a lot different. Every single, there's not a Poffo amongst the writing credits here at all, other than Lanny at the very end. So anyway, there you go. That's the setup for Be a Man and how everything starts. Let's, I guess, get into the music. All right, yeah, here we go. Um, let's get into the first three tracks here. Uh, we're gonna skip the intro because, like, you, you don't need to hear it. It's fine, but <laughs> it is the it is the epitome of like trying to get everybody juiced. Like, there's fake conversation about how everybody is like, I can't believe a, I can't that believe Randy's Randy. back. <laughs> Isn't he the oh yeah guy? Oh yeah, and it's like mm-hmm. oh right. yeah, he's the guy. All right, yeah, he's doing a rap album. Hey, believe it or not, here we hey, go. Old man McGee is busting a move. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. Uh, the first three tracks here off of Be a, off of Be a Man. Uh, we've got I'm Back, because of course, Are You Ready, spelled R-U, and Hit the Floor. Ready for this? 
have never got me started In this rap game, now you're dearly departed That's regarded, a wrestler coming off like this One that's lyrically inclined with a mic in his fist It's a savage land with a master plan I got you waving your hands saying Now, everybody's kind of shocked and amazed that Macho Man's got you hitting the days And I'm about to start a brand new rap race Cause I'll crush you in the ring as well as the stage So everybody, come on Jesse, correct me if I'm wrong, but this feels like every rap album of the 90s. <laughs> like, just all of them. <laughs> like, one's for the white boys, one's for the black folks, one's for the Chicos, the Latinos, our, our uh, South of the Border brethren. It just, whatever, whatever group you were a part of that was listening to a wide variety of raps, this, those first three tracks sound like all of them. Just every last yeah. one. This is... Oh man, it's just common. I guess is the best way to put it. Like it feels so. It. I don't want to say mundane because I really feel that there's something being done here. It's not mundane. Well, I yeah. believe it's driven by algorithm. Uh, okay, that I could. <laughs> yes. Okay. I, I will absolutely, hang my hat on that. It is th- this very much. That's what I mean. Like this very much feels like they somehow quantified. <laughs> and mathematically drew out the average sound of rap <laughs> in the <laughs> mid to late 90s, early 2000s. And was like, that's our sound. Write some yeah. shit for Randy Savage. Randy, do one of your rhythmic promos, your, your very sing-songy promos that you've been doing for like 20 years now. We're going to put it on a beat. And right. that's your album. Because that's what yeah. this is. It's Randy Savage doing promos to average 90s rap music. Of the three, mm-hmm. okay, I'm back and Are You Ready stand out to me just because we have the, you know, we got the guitar that's involved there. Hit Very the floor, so. all, all of a sudden becomes a hip-hop song, which, right. you know, hey, that's, that's, I guess that's what it, we're here for. It's a party song. Yeah, yeah. And do you recognize DJ Cool at all? Like, vaguely. Okay, let me clear my throat. Do you recognize that song? Yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, let me yeah. clear my throat. Yeah. All right. So we get a kind of a big name. I mean, he's probably the biggest name uh, aside from Randy Savage on this album. Um, 
so I remember first putting this album on when I first ever heard it, I was like, okay, Randy, there's no way I could buy Randy Savage as a rapper ever. <laughs> and then I heard what I heard and I was like, okay, he actually, aside from the fact he didn't write any of this, right, aside right. from the fact, yeah, you know, aside from the fact he's a pro wrestler, he's a 50 year old dude <laughs> rapping and I, I'm actually buying it. I, I buy at least the flow. I buy at least the sound. It's unique, but I think that we have something here with Randy rapping. Um, yeah. Now, as far as, you know, the content and him just, him just doing a promo. Yeah. I mean, that really, you could take the beat away. You could take everything else away. A matter of fact, when DJ cool was rapping there and we heard macho man kind of like jump in every once in a while, I saw mean gene in the middle of them trying to get <laughs> like, macho man kind of dancing around. Oh yeah. Coming in there every once in a while. Like, and then he like just kind of mean gene <laughs> interviewing Randy Savage and Zeus. But in this case, <laughs> Zeus is DJ cool. Yeah. Uh, let me, Zeus. let me go. Let me go over to you, Robert Cooper. Um, I'll tell you, like, you used to watch the UFC, yeah? Um, remember when Face the Pain was, like, the intro to the, the pay-per-view? Because, like, the UFC, very much appealing to young white men who want to see aggressive, real fighting. You know, we're talking, like, Tito Ortiz, Chuck Liddell era, right? And Face the uh -huh. Pain was just this, the meatiest of meathead songs. This is the rap equivalent to Face the Pain, Yeah. They're not still using Face the Pain? They are not. Oh. They've classed up the joint over the years. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. Once you go to ESPN, you got to stop with your tap-out shirts and your <laughs> domestic it might, abuse. It might, have been, <laughs> it might have been before that, but staying focused for just a moment. You see what I mean? Like, this is the meatiest of meathead rap? Uh, I mean, it really is. It is... You want to just listen to that and just blare it when you are trying to either psych yourself up for a run or yeah. distract yourself from having the runs. Dude, the are two. you ready? I walked outside ready for a fight and I punched a car. <laughs> I, <laughs> I hope fought, it was yours. I fought, no, I, I, I fought a car. I lost. But um, I, yeah, I tried because that's how amped up this music gets me. I fought the car and the, the car, car won. won. I fought the car and the, the car, the car, car won. won. Drinking beer in the hot sun. Sorry, go ahead. I fought the car and the car won. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, for me, this was like, I actually was kind of surprised that Randy Savage actually didn't do any of the writing himself because, like, this feel, feels very much like a man in his late 40s, early 50s attempting to do hippity hop. <laughs> like, it very much feels like they are, like, that's what we're going for. Uh, I could have swore I heard some Little John, like, yeah. Yeah. I, I could, I kept thinking I was hearing some of his little verbal verbalizations in there, but I honestly not. I think like I feel like either hit the floor or no, it was Are You Ready? Are You Ready? I could have sworn it was like a DMX song. Yeah. DMX comments. You know, like right, Jesse? Right? Yeah, I, I feel you there. I feel you. Definitely. Well, and the and the funny thing that uh the song is like uh you know, talking about where's Randy's at, he's doing his thing, and I was like, No, I remember <laughs> uh, years later, watching because I was a fucking mark, and I thought TNA was going places. I was like, oh, there's so much better than WWE because they're the alternative. 
and I bought Jeff Hardy DVD because he was my favorite wrestler because, again, I was a mark. Uh, and his TNA DVD featured Randy Savage, who I was like, who's that guy? Uh, AJ Styles and Jeff Hardy. And uh, Macho Man didn't show up until like the last two minutes because he was quote-unquote kidnapped. <laughs> Showing up in all black, like just pretty much looking like Bone Saw from uh, the Spider-Man movies, put a sweater on. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so that is what he was doing in 2003. And I can confirm, we don't want him back doing his thing. <laughs> I want to have, like, I'm, I'm going to be 50 in uh, a little over four short years, Jesse. And you'll be right behind me. Right, right. behind me, Jesse. Very, yep. very Ooh. close to me. Just breathing down hot breath breathing down the hairs on my neck right behind me turning 50 right jesse i hear you sir (laughs) anyway not adding to that i i i you're not absolutely um (laughs) (laughs) but yeah we're we're both going to be 50 in short order ronnie adams close to 50 jason teasley short to 50 uh, close to 50 you know, us us elder elder men of this Rattlegen Broadcasting crew. I think we're all due for a midlife crisis, yeah? I think we're all due to be, you know, um, wearing, like, pleather and leather and, you know, and dressing like we're 20, but we're 50. And I think we're due to be surrounded by buxom, uh, fake-titted women with platinum blonde Major hair. Major guns. Major guns, Major baby. Guns. <laughs> <laughs> and general erection. Um, Huge erection, actually. Yes. Uh, I think we're erection. due. I think, I think me, you, Ronnie Adams, DJ Ronnie Adams, and Jason Teasley, we need to do a, um, a midlife crisis rap album. What do you think, Jesse? Oh, wow. Can we make that our 50th birthday party? Oh, wow. Boy. Oh, I remember boy. what happened last time Jason Teasley mentioned rap music. It didn't go too well. Nope, it did not. <laughs> We're not inviting Jeremy Lambert to the 50-year-old <laughs> midlife crisis. Thank you very much. He might well, be the big name that we need to actually put on the album, though. Yeah, right. But, oh, my God. Speaking of big time from Fightful Select, Jeremy Lambert. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho, um, but I'm getting paid, guys. (laughs) Yeah, I'm not messing around with you dorks anymore. Um, Yeah, I don't know, Jesse. I feel like I feel like we need to talk about this. We need to talk about our midlife, our upcoming midlife crisis. I, I think that Randy Savage was a fan of hip hop, fan of rap, sure, and continued to stay a fan of that. Look at what Kevin Nash said about the environment of WCW at that time. Like, the 98, 99, 2000, you know, and Kevin Nash talks about, like, we were ripping off, like, the Tupac Biggie feud in parts of right. the NWO. Yeah. Yeah. I, it, I, and I think that Savage was just like, you know, I, I enjoy this. I, I can't mm-hmm. see at 50, though. It's an interesting choice. We'll just put it that way. I he mean, you must have thought he was somebody. He must have thought he was cool as shit. And everybody around him likes the money and the beer and the pussy. And it was like, yeah, Randy, you're cool as shit. You know? The Well, I think it's Lanny. Lanny says that he believed he was going into this thing and he was going to sell like 15 million albums. Sure. Well, why not? Uh, and- he, he, was a, he was a major professional wrestler who had been being, you know, who even in the twilight of his years was being paid up $10 million to go out there and yell, oh, yeah, you know, and spin <laughs> around a few times. 
why wouldn't you think your talents? I mean, look at how many athletes are famous in one thing, decide they're going to try another sport, fail miserably. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. And I don't know. I don't know if I'd call this. Again, I think it's an achievement, in my opinion. I'm, you, you put out a freaking rap album. I think you're it's not maybe it's not successful and definitely isn't critically acclaimed. <laughs> uh, but, you know, you I, did I something. Actually, I actually think the criticism is a little unfair. Uh, right, it's right. it's it's a little on the generic side, but the, but to be like this is the I've heard, I've heard really bad rap before. Listen, the, this is this is a white fifty year old and a lot of snobby critics. Yeah, I mean, what did you expect, folks? Yeah, name a white fifty year old that is rapping right now. Right, okay. Like when Hugh Hefner fucking drops a beat, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Talk to me. Talk to me about what, what about Rodney Dangerfield? <laughs> I ain't got no respect, motherfucker. I couldn't. I get no respect at all. So all right. Lanny says, real quick, Lanny yeah. says that somebody gave him a review that criticized him for the album. I think he took it to heart. Okay, here is what the review was. Okay. The album was a physiological impossibility. <laughs> the fact that it sucked and blew at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> She's gone from suck to blow. <laughs> and somehow Randy took offense to that. So, you I don't, don't say. know. I, I know yeah. what the next rap album is going to be about. <laughs> sucking and blowing, maybe? <laughs> All right, speaking of sucking and blowing, let's get to the next three tracks here. Uh, we've got, for your listening pleasure, I know it was mine, let's get it on. Remember me and tear it up. Block. 
Yeah, no, we can't believe you, Macho Man. Hey, <clears throat> this part of the program is brought to you by Grammarly. You might have a, a silver-tongued brother named Leapin' Lanny Poffo, the genius, if you will, help you write your rhyme scheme, but if you don't, you can depend on Grammarly to help you with all of your writing tasks. For you listeners of the Metal Hammer of Doom podcast, Grammarly is offering a free download of the Grammarly software. Grammarly is AI-powered products to help people communicate more effectively. Grammarly helps you write mistake-free on Gmail, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, and nearly anywhere else you write on the web. Grammarly corrects hundreds of grammar, punctuation, and spelling mistakes while also catching contextual errors, improving your vocabulary, and suggesting style improvements. To download Grammarly today, get, go to getgrammarly.com slash W2M network. Again, that's getgrammarly.com slash W2M network to download Grammarly for free. I was thinking, Jesse Kins, um, <laughs> about uh, about these songs, and you know, when you when you're a kid, right? You're again, we're, you and I are around the same age. We grew up with Hulk Hogan. We grew up with Randy Savage. We grew up with uh, the Ultimate Warrior, Andre the Giant, Rick Rude, Jake the Snake, and. You know, I'm not saying all of these were heroes, but probably at least one or two of them. You know, when you grew up, maybe you wanted to be Hulk Hogan. Maybe you wanted to be Randy Savage. These are your heroes. Right. And I'm listening to this album, and I'm looking at the world in which Randy was living in in the late 90s, early 2000s. And it's weird that this 50-year-old guy wanted to be DMX. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't know how much of that is like. Well, I, he obviously went along with it. He was excited to do it. You know, mm -hmm. the big three comes in, and, and they probably have an image that they want to get across. If he's a big fan of hip hop, all right, man, let's lay down some beats and see what you want to do. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, it is kind of weird, but it is kind of it, it also is kind of odd to me that uh, who was it that did the metal album? And he was like ninety years old from Lord of the Rings. Help me Christopher out, Christopher Lee. Thank you, Christopher Lee does a metal album. You know that struck me as strange but you know he had a desire to do that then i you know i can't fault him um, it's, it's just weird that like I mean, and maybe i'm projecting maybe i'm interpreting something that isn't i'm misinterpreting you know maybe i'm reading into this too much but it does it really does feel like randy savage kind of looked around at the world and was like hey those rap guys are cool as shit i want to be those guys and it's like <laughs> you're not supposed to still want to Maybe I'm wrong about this. I don't know. Well, but, you, you I, also have to look at the – you just mentioned the environment that he was in. I mean, my goodness, he was – he's part of the entertainment culture. Mm -hmm. uh, and there's probably plenty of times he's running bumped elbows with rappers who probably looked up to him. Mm-hmm. As they were growing up. I'm also uh, wondering and, how much of this is like Arrested Development, though, because you figure he spends the early part of his prime career years – working daily for the WWF mm. for a good, what, four, five, six-year stretch? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, they, they work something like 300 days a year and sometimes twice on Sundays. It might have been by the time he gets to this point in his life where he can take some time off and sit back and reflect and enjoy life, he's like, hey, I missed a lot of stuff. I, I right, don't want to miss... I don't miss up. <laughs> right, I don't want to miss anything anymore. I want to I be a part of the things that I missed. I want to I wanna be... I want to party. I want to... I want to experience life. I want to, you know, I want to, um, I want to pull from the tree and, you know, and eat the fruit and just go out there and live my best life. 
and he's doing it in this period where this kind of thing is popular. And he was like, okay, I want to do that too, with no real thought about, does a 50-year-old man really need to be doing this sort of thing? Like, you know? I don't think, well, what's, no, hold on. Because he says that throughout every, almost every single song we've heard so far. It's like, (laughs) hey, you guys can't believe I'm rapping, can you? Hey, you guys can't (laughs) believe I'm rapping, can you? Look at me, I have a mic in my hands. And it's like, he... There's a couple of things. There's so so far, we've listened to like six songs. Yeah. There's a theme in quite a few of them. There's that where he's like, "Oh my gosh, how amazed are you that I'm rapping right now?" Right. And number two is like, I don't. It, it's almost like he he doesn't want people to forget him. Like for some reason, he has this he has this thought in his head. We we listened to "I'm Back" and we mm-hmm. just listened to what was the other one like. Um, hold on a second. One well, tear it up. Are we Remember gonna fault me. this guy for wanting to hang on to his stardom that he knows no, is fleeting? Not Look, one his bit, friends are dying around him. You know, the industry is moving on. The expectation is you're going to look like Jeff Hardy and fall from the fucking atmosphere onto your head off a ladder. And he's like, I'm fifty, I can't do that anymore. Like the height of his fucking career at this point was like, I think I'm gonna take a diamond cutter. You know, <laughs> You know, he's not he's not getting speared midair by Edge. Fuck nope. that noise. And so yeah, he's like, I don't want to give up being a mega power. I, I still want to be that. But I'm in an age where the mega powers are other guys much younger than he. You know what I mean, Robert Cooper? Yeah, I mean when you do look at that, it is uh I think very much kind of in a way is him not only kind of cashing in on the, on the novelty of, yeah you know, the macho man doing a rap album, not to mention that like if there was ever a voice that could just kind of get away with doing a half-ass rap album, it's his. Sure. Uh, but with, uh, you know, there is sort of that aspect of what do you do? It's kind of like with a lot of your, uh, a lot of your football players and whatnot, your basketball mm-hmm. players, you know, You've been doing this since you were, you know, 12 years old in some ways. Like, sometimes you don't get transferable skills. Right. What do you do? Yeah. How do you maintain the lifestyle and the notoriety that you had? Right. You're a prof- At this point, you're a professional celebrity. Celebrities, celebrities create product to sell, you know? Yeah. Um, the other thing I was thinking about, and I wanted to ask you this specifically, Coop, and then we can move on to the next set of three. I'm wondering how much of this album could be saved if they cut it down to an EP. Like, take the take five, six, you know, four or five to six of the more heavier uh, songs that will attract a white audience. You know, the more House of Painty, you know, Beastie Boys ish sounding songs that are on here. Stick, you know, stick to the stuff that gets you know the face the pain kind of a thing, and less of the hippity hoppity. And I think you have a solid EP here, and it's not as... I don't think it's then reviewed as badly. What do you think? Uh, I I think you're right. I think there is quite a bit of bloat on this album. Uh, With that being said, I don't know which side was more what he was going for and what uh, what other side was, uh, you know, what side was produced to be like that, you know? Uh, I don't know. Do you do you see Randy Savage as like a rap and soul guy? No, you see him as a big meaty man slapping meat. So you want big meaty songs slapping meat, not hippity hoppity, because that's not Randy Savage. That's not how any of us see him. All right, but how does he see himself? He clearly sees himself as DMX. Exactly, and (laughs) X gonna give it to you. 
<laughs> Are you ready? Uh, may they both rest in peace. Damn, everybody's dead. Everybody's everything dies, don't we? We know that, uh, Robert Cooper. Oh, a legion taught us that one. Yes. <laughs> uh, also, yeah. typo negative. This is what I was referring to. Oh my bad. <laughs> oh, that was a great podcast. Mark fell asleep in the middle of it. Uh, was that the end? Thank you. Um, it, it was. It was just. It was just hilarious. Very I, memorable. I think you. I, I think you caught me too. You were just like, "Hey, Mark." Mark. Oh my God. Sorry. Um, <laughs> I'll just edit that part. I did out that later. to Sean Garmer a few times during the video game podcast. I still remember. Don't you fall asleep on me? Don't you do it? Oh my God, Sean, I'm good. And then I fucking fell asleep on him. <laughs> <laughs> it was like 2 a.m. <laughs> yeah, he records late. Yeah, fuck that noise. Yes, sir. Hey, right, well, before it gets 2 a.m. on our recording, you guys ready? You got anything else, Jesse, or you want to go into the next three? No, let's roll. Let's get, let's get into these next three. I don't know oh. if they're going to be, uh, yeah, slobber knockers or not. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. This is the main event. Oh, we're getting into it. Oh, boy. Yeah, boy. Go. Yeah, this is it. This is what all we've right. all been waiting for. Hot diggity dog. Here we go. We've got Macho Thing, be a man, Hulk Hogan, and get back. Let it be known, Danny don't play no games. 
you like planes? I'm kicking butt and taking names. But love shall not mess with or test my One slap to the face and now it got yo. But you're a fool, now you're trying to run. And now you're done, I'm terrorizing without a gun. You should have known that to step up cause I'm in command. You got slammed by the macho man. That's the plan to hit you and drop the pain on you. So don't try to kiss the best cause I'm warning you. Cause the macho man's about to attack. You step up with that crap in your body. So, I was listening to this album, uh, I believe it was Tuesday, on a fucking loop. I, I must have heard Be a Man at least a dozen times in a row. <laughs> I'm going to kick your butt, Jesse, and wash your mouth out with soap, says the 50-year-old man to another 50-year-old man. Oh, I just boy. wonder, I just wonder, Robert, why this didn't connect with the youth of America. And oh, by the way, do you like rap music, Robert? Do you like rhyming rap music from the hippity hoppers? Uh, I admit I am not the uh, target demographic, but then again, I don't know who is. <laughs> I, every time, like there were certain there are certain things that he says for uh, Jesse in this album where that's all I, all I can think about is like the Patton Oswalt thing of like do you like humor I have some comedy humor do we like comedy humor like he just he's trying so hard but he just sounds like the old man trying to connect with the youth of America and it's just the worst yeah man it, it gets pretty bad um the annotations on genius.com's <laughs> lyrics for be a man are just overwhelming <laughs> I mean every single uh, almost every single stanza or v- lyric whatever um, you can click on it and see some type of reference to something that Macho Man is pointing out about Hulk Hogan obviously uh, you know doing telephone commercials like seen it dancing in tights <laughs> as a ballerina right there's a nice little picture of Mr. Nanny um, <laughs> right over here you know we, we got a situation I wonder if the wash your mouth out. Okay. Uh, wash your mouth out with soap lyric. It says Savage will degrade Hulk. Treating him like a mom punishes her misbehaving and foul mouthed son. Does anyone know the I story? Of, does anyone know the story about him challenging uh, Hulk Hogan to like a real fight and Hulk Hogan backing out? Because that seems to be like the biggest part the of narrative. his beef here is that he is that he wanted to just have like a real fight with Hulk Hogan. Which is always the last desperate cry of a guy who has been outwitted every step of the way. It was like, well, we'll just have like a physical fight because I know I'll win that. And it's like, you've already been emasculated. Please just stop. I will. I, I did find something on one of those sites that I visited from the wiki where a guy by the name of Dave Azer, A-I-Z-E-R, Nickelodeon Slime Time Live. Azer, maybe. I don't know. A-I-Z-E-R. Nickelodeon Slime Time Live, okay? So Savage shows up. This is uh, prior to the release of Be a Man, okay? On Nickelodeon? On Nickelodeon. Nice. Savage is is hanging out, I guess, hanging out with the kids. Uh, Dave says that everything's great, everything's going fine. Uh, You know, I'm going to read this. He says he was great. Everything we wanted to do or the kids wanted to do, he he would roll for. Sometimes you meet some people and you're disappointed. This was not the case. While Savage can be seen having fun with kids, throwing pies, and making everyone feel macho madness, 
The day also included Savage invoking the album's title, Be a Man, to directly call out fellow wrestling icon and former Megapire's tag, tag team partner, Hulk Hogan. While Azer thought, given the easygoing and overall positivity Savage exuded in his appearance, that the tension with Hogan was all part of the show, Savage's issues with the Hulkster were very real. So I don't know if like he took the opportunity on a Nickelodeon telecast to call out Hulk Hogan <laughs> in a very real situation. If we could I just stop know. talking about you can't do that on television for just a moment. The Hulk Hogan, right. you a bitch. Yeah, he's like, I had a lot of fun here, but Hulk Hogan, let me tell you something, brother. <laughs> oh, wait a minute, that's all. But yeah, man, that's crazy. Hey, and now to present, and now to present John Cena with an award for playing with fire, <laughs> Randy Savage, John Cena. I love and respect you, brother, but let me tell you, fuck Hulk Hogan, <laughs> Randy. <laughs> There's children. And bring in the Iron Sheik just for that. <laughs> oh yeah. Can you imagine a podcast between, like, Randy Savage and the Iron Sheik? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Sheiky baby. <laughs> I don't think Bubba, I fuck you ass, make you humble. What, what now? <laughs> Wonderful. Uh, Next episode. <laughs> um, my, my thoughts on this album. Like I said, there's, like, five, six, maybe, like, really good rockin' songs, and the rest of it's just trash. And it, and it just sounds way too much like he's trying way too hard. And, you know, like, I'm, am I interested in what, in what a Randy Savage... That's the other thing. Nobody gives a shit about his feud with with Hogan. Just nobody. Right. Like, if they're not actually going to fight, like, him, like, let me tell you... Like, this is the guy, right? Follow me with this. Okay? Jesse, take my hand. I'm following. I'm let's following. Go this, let's go over this bridge together. All right, then. So, you know, there's always that guy who doesn't deserve to win. He's because he's such a bag of shit. But he does because he knows he knows how to manipulate people. He knows just the, the right things to say. He knows how to control the situation. And then there's the guy who isn't quite as quick witted, who loses at every turn, and he's running around telling people, "But th- but that guy's a bad guy. I'm a good guy. He's a bad guy." And nobody listens to him. And it's just how frustrating that is. Boy, is that Hogan and Randy Savage. Oh yeah. And, and this whole album is Randy Savage running around telling people what a bad guy Hulk Hogan is, and like. Mm, He's not the one to put out the shitty rap album, though. <laughs> and he's just well, like, but pasta mania. <laughs> and they're like, yeah, we all make mistakes. Like, oh, you know, it's not that bad, really. But 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 three ninjas high noon on Mega Mountain, which for some <laughs> reason, as a kid, I had to watch, even though I didn't give three fucks about wrestling. I didn't care about wrestling, but I had to get that VHS from the movies. <laughs> It's just you know what I mean though, Jesse. It's like he is he is that character from The Simpsons that like just loses it with Homer and then eventually like electrocutes himself or whatever. I'm sure, like oh. Robert Murphy's listening and and knows I just messed that up, but you know what I'm talking about. Where like by, you know he's done he has lifted himself up by his own bootstraps. He is he has gotten as far as he can you know with just sheer force of will and everything seemingly comes so natural to Homer. That guy is savage. Homer is Hogan. <laughs> Frank Grimes. That's what yeah. That's the one. Yeah. Right. Uh, right. Yeah, is there man. A, uh, Oakley Dokley song about that because there needs to be. Oh yeah. No kidding. <laughs> we're Oakley Dokley. We're all Ned Flanders. Of course you are. <laughs> yes, and they're and they're retiring. 
<laughs> yeah, I've heard. No more Oakley Doakley. Jesse, we keep cutting you off. Go ahead. No, no, I, I agree with you. It's, it's like Macho is looking for a way to Hogan, you son of a bitch. Yeah. Let's go, you know, and it's like, we don't look it's 2003 man <laughs> it's it's too this this is something that belonged in the 80s and 90s maybe but i mean it's 2003 there was something i had read where he was wanting you know he was wanting to do another match against hogan like as in like go back into the squared circle during WrestleMania. I mean, that would have been one hell of a match, but it didn't happen. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. You know, one could argue that maybe he's trying to just get under Hulk's skin to where, oh, yeah, this would be a great way to pay things off. It could all be a work, as they say. You know, sure. maybe this is just this is just Randy's way of adding fuel to that fire. And Hulk Hogan's like, what fire? You know, there's. Right. I, I didn't know you had any gasoline over there, sir. But by, by the way, imagine you're Hulk Hogan, the fucking Ultimate Warriors cutting promos on you on YouTube. Randy yeah. Savage is making rap albums, and you're just like, did none of you objected to me begging your wives at the time? I don't understand. <laughs> what I do? Going on. <laughs> oh wow. I don't, I don't. I don't stick up for Hogan much because I hate him. But. I, um, I just, I just started the uh, WWE Villains series mm -hmm. on Peacock. I don't know. Okay. But uh, first episode is Hogan. And of course it is. I just got to the point. I haven't made it past. I haven't finished the episode yet. But I just got to the point where Vince Russo's decided to come on and start running <laughs> his mouth. And, uh, man, it's it's fun to watch the, the fact that they first – they run it as like, oh, yeah, this is a – this is Hulk Hogan, villain of professional wrestling – and you're looking at him as the character Hulk Hogan being a turning from good to a villain and then all of a sudden the reality backstage politics shit starts mm. and you're like oh they're going to go this way with it too okay i didn't realize that um but yeah you know we don't stick up for Hulk Hogan very often and even yeah. in his own damn focused villain pot, uh <laughs> show that's not happening either yeah. I, it, that's just the one thing like i i'm in all fairness to Hulk Hogan, I'm guessing some of the things that people call him out on, they were perfectly fine with him. They were happening. And then only years later, like, mm, you know, no, I, I've decided now I'm mad at you. It's like a woman. You know, <laughs> like, yeah. wait, 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 you're you're mad about something you were perfectly fine with earlier. I have the right to change my mind. All righty. <laughs> Thanks, Karen. Um, <laughs> last, last four songs, guys. Yeah. Sure. Go for it. All right, here we go. Last four songs of the evening for this Randy Savage Be a Man rap album. We got Feel the Madness, What's That All About, Gonna Be Trouble, and My Perfect Friend. <laughs> Dropping right on time, and I'm hitting in the head with the beats of the rhyme. I got your head bobbing hard with your hands in the air. All the ladies in the front shake your derriere. They stop and stare at <laughs> to display my greatness. All my enemies and foes, they'll be sure to hate this. I'm coming at your fools at a whole different level. Bear and you hate us, so go get the shovel. When they ask who's the big wolf, you know who's the best. Put your hands up, come on, feel the man. <laughs> Feel the madness, I am the control, feel the madness. 
gonna bring joy to your life. I ain't trying to be false, cause I'll never doubt you. I'm all about you. Tell you the truth, I can't breathe without you. By my side through trying times, and I knew right then I had to make you mine. I won't creep in the street, cause the feeling's deep. Come home, make love, and fall fast asleep. The fame's cool, but you're really complete. Me and I never felt this way about another so deeply. Wait a second. Are you whoosh because you're emotionally moved by a perfect friend, or are you like, whoosh, this has been one fucking hell of an album? That last song, look, all I love Kurt Henning. I am, um, if I don't paddle, oh. beat me up. Um, <laughs> I think he's great. You know, he's, he was certainly an asset to the world of wrestling. He was a one of a kind talent. I feel for Macho in, in that time, feeling the need to give his friend a tribute. <laughs> this is just, not just the way God, to do it, sir. Jesse, God forbid you ever pass away. I'm not going to show up to your funeral. Like I would like to dedicate this. Um, oh, I would like to drop dedicate some beats, sir. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, 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 I would like to dedicate this interpretive dance 
to Jesse Starcher, my perfect friend. Oh, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to interpretive dance now. I, what? I mean, I'll, Mark, you interpretive dance. I'll drop. We'll have Winfrey create the beat. We'll have him beatbox <laughs> at the funeral. <laughs> DJ Mormon in the house. I hate all of you. Wicka, wicka, wicka. Wicka, wicka. I can just see that him just being like, I hate you all. I don't know why I'm here. Put on the head, the one ear headphone. Wicka, wicka, wicka. <laughs> Just Robert just standing angrily over two record players. <laughs> like, are you going to drop a beat? No, I don't even want to be here. <laughs> DJ Mormon, everybody. Make a sandwich, Mark. You drop it. <laughs> Poor Robert. Anyway, yeah. I'm not, I, again, the best way to tri- pay tribute to my friend Jesse Starcher after he passes, leaving a legacy of podcasts and you know, and, and fondling people's junk behind him, is mm. not to do interpretive dance. You know, I, I'm probably not going to show up to your funeral and do, you know, a, you know, a hot, you know, a tight three minute comedy set. I'd appreciate that. Yeah. So what I'm saying is maybe don't rap a tribute to your friend. <laughs> you know? Yeah. They were I mean, had heart. Right. I mean, everything that he wrote. Well, I can't even say that, can I? Because <laughs> Every, it, he didn't even write this. Yeah, everything that he well, wrapped. It was ghost written, written. Written by Jerome Jefferson and uh, what's this, Khalid Keen. They are the ones that were behind what was written here. And Lanny contributed with a poem in memory of my good friend Kurt Hennig. So I, I don't know, man. I Listen the cliches the rap cliches were really heavy in these last four like Bugs i mean need love too jesse dude what lyrical like playbook did you go to and just steal <laughs> everything from like shake your hands in the air or shake what was it wave your hands shake in the air your shake, your, shake your dairy shake air shake your dairy air <laughs> there was one review i said or i, I read where it had that if if there, if it, it on any rap song, if it is said, wave your hands in the air like you just don't care, it immediately should go into some type of trash bin or column <laughs> of some sort. Like, and that is that was in like the third or fourth song. Yeah, when so, I heard that, I was like, Could, really, really, yeah, you went with yeah, that one. That is that you sat around for how long, and that's the one you landed on. I and feel like I as a, it, I feel like as a rapper, the minute you go. <laughs> shake your derriere they should just throw you out of the studio and what i hate about it is like that's not that's not i mean macho approved it obviously he gave his stamp of approval but because he, he, he thought he was sounding fucking dope <laughs> yeah, yeah these are guys that are supposedly record producers the, this is this is the equivalent of vladimir putin's cabinet they took oh, yeah. the fucking check dude they everybody worked on this was like they'll take the check it'll be what it'll yep. be who gives a How shit? Does it of... sound? Uh, <laughs> you know, sounds great. Well, they have a cannon right behind them. <laughs> it sounds like the check cash. That's what it sounds like. Mm-hmm. Ching. Yeah, I I guarantee you, nobody nobody who worked on this except for Randy Savage gave a shit about it. It was a job. They got paid, and furthermore, nobody that worked on this, with the possible exception of Laddie Bafo, outside of Randy, was gave a crap whether or not he was successful. They got they got their check. 
they went home and it, it is what it is. You know, it's like I'm sure if you ask them, they're like, if Randy Savage comes to you and says he wants to do a vanity project where he raps about Hulk Hogan and Derriere, you know, <laughs> you just you're just like, okay, I mean, we all got to eat. And five foot tall women. <laughs> so you right. know what his type is. <laughs> Real quick, Lanny was. I mean, Macho tried to get Lanny to come on to be a man, or at least contribute in some way, mm-hmm. and Lanny said no. He's like Hulk Hogan probably. Well, Hulk Hogan. He said Hulk Hogan's helped him out, and like the biggest part of his career, he's like, "There's no way I'm going to go on there and like start trashing Hulk yeah. Hogan, but I'll, I'll gladly contribute to, you know, your your tribute to Kerrang, no problem. But. The rest of your fuck show. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's just keep that. Yeah, I don't want to be a part of that. All right, um, I'm gonna give my final thoughts here. We'll we'll do a quick go around and then we'll get into plugs. Look, I had I had a ball tonight. Like I sometimes think that the best reviews that we do are the ones that we don't take seriously, which is listening to it and having fun with it. And this was one where again I wanted to do something special for WrestleMania. We've done entrance themes before. We've done some other weird stuff here and there. And I don't always do something for WrestleMania. It really de- depends on the mood and what else is available at the time. Um, but I forgot this was a thing. And then when I remembered, I'm like, we have to talk. Especially since I've loosened up on the criteria for what goes on the Metal Hammer of Doom now. Like, the Metal Hammer of Doom, an occasional rap album. Sure. Um, there were some <laughs> riffs on this album. So there, yeah, it, it yeah. fits. There was absolutely some guitar riffs. But um, long story short, I had fun listening to it. There's, there's actually, like, again, you know, some meat-heady tracks on here that I was... I'll, I'll tell you what. I'll, I'll say something very complimentary. For most of this album, I would say about half of it, I was jamming out. Like, I was, like, pumping my fist. I was shaking. Like, I had... Again, I went out... Um, uh, I went out Tuesday to meet a friend for lunch, and I had this on, and I was, like as I was getting dressed and everything and like jamming I was like dancing out to my car and everything I was like yeah be a man Hulk Hogan and I'm like da- you know spinning around and everything like there's some really really fun danceable body moving beats on this and if you can get past his stupid rapping it's not the world's worst listening experience it's just I have to be critical about this I can't lie and be like it's great it's right up there with the fucking chronic um, you know, I yeah. have to be, I have to be yeah. real. I have to be serious and tell you what the problems with it are. But if I'm just passively listening and I just want something to put on while I drive over to the wooden spoon in Brandon, Florida for breakfast or, or brunch, I went to go, I went, I went brunching, Jesse. Oh, tell me you're white without telling me you're white. <laughs> that's going on TikTok. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, next time I see one of those come up, tell me you white without actually saying you white. Like I went to brunch. Um, yeah, there you go. Uh, but yeah, like on my way to, on my way to my brunch date, I was jamming out to Matt, Randy Macho Man Savage, and I wasn't thinking critically about it at the time. I was just like, "Yeah, man, let's get you know what was it this last one? Feel the madness." I was feeling it. Were you feeling okay. it, Jesse? I was feeling the madness. I was feeling all around the madness. I'm sure you were. I was the doll. I was feeling. I was completely feeling the madness up. Good, good, Ugh. good, good, good. <laughs> so, what were you feeling up, Jesse? Oh, oh, wow. Well, let me tell you, Mark Radlich. So, let uh, get rid of what's that all about, pretty lady? Can you guys believe that that was a song that was on here? Like Randy Macho Man Savage decided to do a like a a. a, a well, I want to call it a slow jam. Because yeah, somebody a told jam. them every album has one. Thugs I, need love too. I was like, 
what are you doing? Like the macho man, Randy Savage. I've never seen him in any, in any capacity, like a calm, reflective dude, especially <laughs> in regards to his relationship issues. This is a song about a relationship problem. Like what, what's going on here, babe? I'd love and adore you there, honey. And I'm like, bro, you are the type of person that would make your wife get a joint Facebook account with you. Ah, <laughs> uh, no kidding. Oh, wow. Well, you know, oh, you know, I must be too tired to talk about this album. There's no way. Um, how, how can you, number one, take anything away from Randy Savage going out and doing a rap album at 50 years old. Well, unfortunately this album gives you some ammunition to do so. (laughs) (laughs) It just, unfortunately there, there's enough aggression on here to kind of keep you interested, but then there's really, really big problems with the lyrics and it's tough to kind of get around them, but for entertain entertainment value, I mean, my gosh, can you believe that this happened? This happened, folks. Macho Man Randy Savage did an, a, a rap album, and it did entertain us. And I think as far as that goes, great. I'm happy that this is a thing. Does it have its flaws? Oh, yes, it does. But it exists, and it's something that you can go back and tell your friends, I can't believe how many people I actually told. Like, do you know that Metro Man Randy Savage has a rap album? Um, because it's just that novelty, that that fact that it's there uh, is is just like the meat thermos. Yes, it's there. <laughs> you cannot avoid it. This album is the it. It this is a, album is the meat thermos of music. It really is. You want to see it. It's almost kind of like what? you want to. See oh, it, don't you want to don't. Listen. Well, don't be coy, Robert Cooper. You know you want to at least bask in the glow of the meat thermos. Well, you said, know what? I actually the only thing I found from that sex tape because I I tried just to be like oh, meat thermos <laughs> was like just a fucking still from it where you can tell it's his fucking hot dog skin self, but it was just from the back, <laughs> so you can just see his fucking hot dog skin with a fucking. I went to brunch white tan line on his ass. <laughs> okay, I'm I'm just gonna go ahead and say, like, I know I may, I know I, I say a lot of questionable stuff on these shows. I you know I say some stuff that gets people kind of wondering. I've never seen the Hogan sex tape, you homo. So there. Hey, I was sitting around with my friends. Being I'll like, bet uh, the meat thermos. <laughs> so I tried to send my girlfriend at the time a picture of it, and she's like, "I don't want to see the fucking porn you and your friends watch." I'm like, "But it's Hulk Hogan's meat thermos. I've told you about it so many times. We've had this discussion. Why? Are you, yeah. Why are you now getting upset about the meat thermos? You weren't when I first brought it up." Share this oh, so, suddenly, you. when you finally get the basket, <laughs> basket, <laughs> fucking hot dog glory, which bow the side, down at the altar of the really meat thermos. Uh, speaking of meat thermos, like, uh, hang on, a, hang, hang on, hang on, one second. Speaking of meat thermos, Amazon Music dot uh, Unlimited uh, is your source. <laughs> <laughs> we almost forgot. Yeah, is wow. your source. For unlimited music streaming. I don't know if you know that or not, Jesse. 
Oh, I can't believe it. But <laughs> for, tell me more. I will. Uh, if you're interested in Hogan's disco album, you should go to Amazon Music. Uh, get AmazonMusic.com slash W2M Network for a free 30-day trial of the Amazon Music Unlimited service. All right. Now, go ahead and tell me more about the meat thermos. Well, no, I was just actually going to say, so my dad's a UPS driver. <laughs> uh, and uh, he, I was asking him, where do, you, where do you eat lunch every day? He goes, well, every day except for uh, Monday. I was like, what are you doing Monday? He goes, I put a bunch of hot dogs in a thermos. And I was like, how does that good? He goes, keeps them warm. Oh, wow. <laughs> uh, I mean, I never, I never thought about that. But, uh, you know, apparently if you want to keep the hot dogs warm, just pour it water and all into a fucking thermos. He, oh wow! Okay. <laughs> I mean, it's uh, especially if you want to eat some chocolate starfish with your hot dog flavored water. <laughs> Keep rolling, 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 rolling. Uh, rolling, rolling. Of, While you're of, driving a fucking UPS truck. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Love folks. It. That that brings us to a close here on uh, on the Metal Hammer of Doom's review of Be a Man by Randy Macho Man Savage. Next week, uh, back to uh, regular albums here. We're going back to Lord of Versity, as a matter of fact. We'll be reviewing Abusement Park. And then one Wednesday a month, um, and we'll be starting this month, as a matter of fact, Jesse and I are doing a TV Party Tonight series uh, from the corner to the deuce, the the great works of David Simon. So it's a TV party. They're all TV parties. I'm not creating a new thing, but it's sort of a subsect of that where once a month we are looking at a season of television from the great David Simon, the creator of The Wire, among other things. And we are beginning with his work on Homicide, Life on the Street, season five, of which Jesse has become quite the expert. <laughs> I've been enjoying season it. five. That's where David Simon, I think, started out, right, Mark? Oh, yeah. I thought he did the whole thing. Well, I th- he wrote the book that it, the whole show is based on, but he started working on the show itself, I think, in season five. Like, like he may have written an episode of television, Hither and Thither, but his Wikipedia page that, he's, that he began working directly with the show in earnest and of creative capacity beyond just one screenplay here or there in, 2000, in uh, season five. Well, I Jim Varney showed up. Why would Jim Varney show up? Because he did it in earnest. Oh. Uh, anyway. So I cannot wait. <laughs> Listen to his fucking ass cracking up at himself. I cannot wait to just voice my displeasure about Mike Kellerman on that podcast. I so can't wait. we. It's yeah. It's it's unending. I cannot wait to hear it. Um, I've always wanted to watch that show. Good show. So, yes, uh, we'll be taking a week off from the Metal Hammer of Doom on April 13th so that we can talk Homicide Life on the Street Season 5. And then we're back again for Ghost Impera, then Rammstein Zeit. Then we're into May, and we've got Lordy, Spooky Sextravaga Spectacular. And then speaking of metal albums for wrestlers, Fozzie, Boombox. Yes, we're going to review the new Chris Jericho album. And then we're skipping another week. We've got Homicide Life on the Street Season 6. And then we're back. And it's Robert Cooper's turn to take over, like Rover. Yes, sir. Robert Cooper, Watain, the agony and ecstasy of Watain, Robert Cooper. Good catch. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> As I stumble wumble through your name. And then back to me again. Oh, it's the first day of LGBTQ plus month, Pride Month, Jesse. And you know what that means? 
is that is that a new network coming out? LGBTQ plus. <laughs> yes, it's a new streaming service. Um, I didn't realize. <laughs> we will be reviewing the. You know, it's the day before my birthday. I'll be turning forty six years young, Jesse. You guys get to spend oh. the night. You guys have spent you in particular are spending the night before my birthday with me, and we're going to be reviewing one of my favorite bands, Def Leppard, Diamond Star Halos. But you're also nice. spending your birth my birthday with me. I actually I checked this out with my wife. I'm going to spend all day with her and our, our mutual friend to celebrate my birthday. But at 10 o'clock, I'm all yours, Jesse, and, oh. and, Ro- and Robert Winfrey's. And we're all going to celebrate. Us wise men are going to celebrate my birthday together. All Again? together. Right. Yes. And we're going to talk and David now, Simons, well, we own this city. Well, there you called me Robert Winfrey. No, nope. Robert Winfrey's this going is, to be on this that is show. This is an actual show that we are doing with Robert Winfrey. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you'll be well, on the Def Leppard show. <laughs> but yes, you my birthday... You will not be on We Own This City. No, no, no. Well, I want... I'm talking I, about Def Leppard. No, no, you'll be on Def Leppard. Um, <laughs> but yeah, David Simon's new HBO show, We Own This City. Jesse Starcher and Robert Winfrey and I, are, we're going to wear birthday hats, and we're going to have birthday cake, and we're going to celebrate my 46th birthday by talking about yet another David Simon cop show. I ain't, I ain't afraid of wearing a birthday hat. That's why I, I insist. Are you going to wear your birthday suit, big boy? Um... <laughs> <laughs> Just might. Don't tempt me. It wouldn't be the first time I've podcasted naked. Um, as Jesse knows all too well. Mark, Mark why are you out of breath? Mark, why are you out of breath? Mark, why are you out of breath? This will be a TV party tonight, so I, I think we are going to try to avoid getting flagged in some way on YouTube. I will right. at least be wearing a shirt. I'm not promising that I won't be Donald Ducking it, but you won't be able to oh, see that part of me. That's fantastic. <laughs> Donald Ducking it? Oh, yeah. you're not going to wear pants. I yeah. get it. All right. Now now everyone's on board. He's Donald so, Duck, and he's here to Donald fuck. Oh. <laughs> that's why I was out of breath. Um, <laughs> oh, on no. Ju- <laughs> Aerobics. On yeah, cardio- cardiovascular activity. Uh, creator, hate Uber Alice on June 8th. So... Oh my god, the one year that we did the Creator album, Jesse, was like the most favorite album ever. Wow, yeah, I didn't know they were having a new one drop. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, yep, it's on the calendar. So G- create Creator, uh, Hate Uber Alice, Wednesday, June 8th. Then we're doing another Homicide, and then we're back for, to the Lordy, June 22nd. We've got Skeletric Dinosaur. And then, hey, we'll stop here. Jesse, June 29th, it's time to sail the high seas, baby. Really now? Yes, sir. Alestorm, seventh rum of a seventh rum. Uh, wooden leg part three. Yes, Get sir. Get your fucking ass ready. Yes, I cannot wait. All right, that's all the plugs that I'm going to do for tonight. Uh, Jesse, I hear you do a big-time comic book show. <laughs> well, before I get into that, uh, Mark mentioned it earlier. We have Tripped Up Trivia Wrestling that dropped this, Well, dropped today, um, where it's me, Gavin, Pat, Help me out here, Mark. Uh, and then Leonard Hayhurst and uh, Bill Yankovy of that wrestling show. That's right. We all got together, and I quizzed them on some wrestling trivia. And Mark's wife was gracious enough to come on and be the scorekeeper as well. And boy, did we have a good time! Uh, listen, if you think you're good at wrestling trivia, give it a listen. See if you can beat our champion that ended up walking away there by I think by one point uh, by the end of things. So. Just give it a listen, see what you think. If you like your wrestling, it's a lot of fun. You can play along with us. I was going to uh, say, Gavin, on... Gavin won, by, but it was like one point. Yeah, 
Yeah, that's right. Yeah, and I was trying to keep it secret so I didn't spoil it. But way to go, Mark! You son of a bitch! I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'll, I'll it's cut all this good, part. Mark. I'll, I'll, I'll cut this part out. I won't. <laughs> sure, <laughs> sure you will. Um, so MCU's Bleeding Edge had me on this past Friday. Oh yes, that's right. Jesse Starch is stepping out on me. All right, right, right. Jeff Sloboda got a hold of me and said, "Hey, I got a panel of." Uh, six people. <laughs> a panel talk. of 107 people. And I was like, do I have to take this call? <laughs> but I did. I, I, I stepped up, rise to the occasion. And as I told Mark, I felt like it was one of my most significant podcast accomplishments. Actually reigning in that podcast. Say, and, being able to round up all the cats. <laughs> <laughs> we did it. We talked our top three Marvel Cinematic Universe, TV Universe, whatever, uh, supporting characters. And uh, we had a good time on that show. Jesse, uh, I'm, there so was glad, lo- I'm so glad you had a good time, and I'm sure it felt awesome. That sounds like a dreadful fucking topic, though. <laughs> <laughs> a dreadful topic? I mean, come on. That just supporting like characters? The, that sounds like the fucking worst thing ever. Who do you, who do you, think, was, who do you think was, like, the, the most voted on, or I should say the most, the one that actually got number one voted on by three people at the same time. Cat Dennings is cleavage. That's a good runner-up right there. (laughs) (laughs) It's a solid pick. I'm not going to lie. Was it uh, Randall Park? (laughs) Randall Park. Isn't that the actor's name? The Asian guy. He's in WandaVision uh, and uh, Ant-Man. Oh, he's the FBI agent, right? Yeah, Um, Yeah. I love that fucking character. Didn't even make the list. Uh, So... Yeah, uh, worst list ever. Ten out, I'll go uh, ahead, zero I'll, out of ten. I'll go ahead and spoil at least some of it here. Yelena Belova uh, was the me and Jeff both said that, and I think Fucking possibly course, in of course it was. Uh, well, well, I mean, my goodness, the White Widow. Come on, dude. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, Widow of Non Color, sir. I do not. I do not know what Mark Radulich's problem is here, but it was a fun topic. We got to talk about why we thought they were. I, I, you know, there was some good stuff on the list, and there were some surprises too that we didn't see coming. So just take that and shove it up your ass, Mark Radulich. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> I, well then. Hey, okay. So Mark said I do. On me, podcast. sir. I I big timed him. I've got source material of the comic book podcast out there. If you want to look up source material, you should be able to find our feed. Uh, we just dropped our Morbius episode where me and Chris Armstrong talked about the 2013 Morbius the Living Vampire series. Uh, this is the way I pitched it, okay? Morbius, a hoodie, the rose, and the ultimate nullifier. If you want to see me connect those dots, me and Chris do a tremendous job kind of telling you how that all comes about. Yeah, and then, that, I, have to, uh, and then I have to rewrite it for the webpage because I didn't... Because, like, it... it what did you do? What? How did you mess that up? I didn't mess anything up. I just I okay. have to edit like half of your shit because you just write willy nilly, and then I have to make it somehow fit the format for the website. Copy and paste. I don't understand it's what the not problem co- is. I can't. Then it won't. I won't. I'm have sorry all, about your problems. I, I really won't am. have all the green I've, light. I don't listen. I'm, fuck you. So I won't sorry. have. I'm I am so need. Sorry. I need green lights, and when you do your fuck shit, I get red lights. What? Okay. All right. 
Spider-Man. Ask Sean Gomer about the red and orange lights, okay? Your fuck show gets me red and orange, and I got to rewrite it I so it's green. I don't even know what the hell you're talking about. Are you talking about Grammarly now? Is I am Grammarly not talk- giving you problems? <laughs> I am not talking about Grammarly. This, there's this SEO thing that he uses to make sure we're better seen by Google searches, and in oh. order to... In order to get it right, this makes I have no fucking clue what you're talking about. Talk to Sean no Garmer idea. and he'll tell you I, about the green light. I'll, I had to get a I'll lesson leave that in this, to you, sir. I, you will you, not. You, uh, you can put up your own fucking comic books, big time. Oh uh, um, no! Wait a second. I was just saying that I really appreciate all the hard work that you do. Yeah, and that you please suck all to do my so. dick, just all of it, just <laughs> all every that <laughs> all that meat thermos. Come get it, Starcher. <laughs> Okay. Starch up the meat thermos. Spider Man. <laughs> Spider Man. Spider Man and Orc and the Exterminator. That was a solo podcast, uh, 20 minutes long, folks. You can jump right in there and get right out. You can hear me talk about a flip book. A flip book. Yeah. Of Spider Man and Orc and the Exterminator. So check that out. And of course, it's me, Cole Marantet, and. It was Evan Bevins talking Squirrel Girl, Volume 1. We talk about her first appearance and squirrel, uh, the unbeatable Squirrel Girl uh, and the Ryan North four, first four issues of that series, which was hilarious. Hilarious. It's Squirrel Girl versus Galactus. Yeah. You want to tune of in, trust me. And, uh, of course, this Mark Radulich. Upcoming on the Unspoken Issues podcast where we talk 90s comics, it's going to be me, Derry, and Dean talking the Carnage Cosmic. Yeah. Co- just imagine the Carnage symbiote gets onto the Silver Surfer. You're going to have problems. That is all I have to plug, sir. Robert Cooper. With my meat surf. Sir. Yeah, my meat, my meat thermos. <laughs> Your meat server? Uh, my meat server. Oh, no. <laughs> I actually looked server? up meat thermos on. Uh, Spotify just to see if there was a band called Meat Thermos. There is a band <laughs> called Meat Thermometer, but no oh. Meat Thermos, unfortunately. So there we go. That'll be my new, uh, that could be my new, like, fucking punk band. Hell yeah. We'll have Floppy Esophagus and then oh. Meat Thermos. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a hell of a tour. Uh, sounds like, yeah. Oh, goodness. Go ahead, Coop. I mean, we all know what's coming. It's just, I, I have a friend of mine that did a podcast once. She's now met a. She's now met this new Polish man, so I don't think she's going to be doing any podcasts anytime soon. Great! I love that you keep plugging her. Easy grammar. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> I just got that. But uh, you know, I also just have to plug my friend, uh, my friend Doctor Nick bet. Canada, who one day I will get on this podcast. Yes. And the fact that his girlfriend has called Macho Man Randy Savage, Savage the Macho Man Randy Travis multiple times, unironically. And it's happened so often that sometimes I, you know, in jest, will say it and be like, and then I say it unironically and sound like a complete and total dum-dum. You know, one of my favorite moments from the tripped-up trivia that we just had was Melissa getting confused when I asked uh, the question about AJ Styles following up a championship run with uh, from CM Punk and Melissa looked at Mark and asked asked her asked him uh, well hey isn't CM Punk married to AJ Styles (laughs) 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 oh it was great and I said no dummy (laughs) she says I'm just a girl I left Uh, that one in it was great oh it was perfect I mean 
it's good to know that the Styles family was well represented. We got Cody Cody Rhodes is going to be coming back with his wife Eden Styles. Remember that was her name for a while. Oh boy, good times. I uh, can't wait for WrestleMania weekend where I get to watch the product that I am no longer in love with. So my uh, tagline like, for this album is "The Mega Powers Explode into Rap Music." The the Mega Powers explode into a meat thermos. <laughs> Shut up! Oh. The meat thermos thermos explodes even better. (laughs) I'm starting a band called the Meat Thermos Experience. Oh, oh, you should, and you should, uh, you know what you should do? You should get the DJ in by uh, DJ Wobbit Winfrey. Wobbit Wobbit Winfrey. Are we done? And he's just like he's just sitting there. I hate you all. I'm a serious. I don't know if he's gonna listen to this because like he he will listen to these and he doesn't always tell me if he's listening or not. But like he might listen back to this and be like, I don't even know why I'm friends with these guys. (laughs) I'll I'll hear about it on the show. I'll hear out on the next show. I'm with him to like. So heard your Andy Savage review, Dick. (laughs) (laughs) Just tell him you are what you eat. Robert Winfrey does not want any of my meat thermos. Oh, that, that, I was not oh, implying anything no. of the sort. I was that, not implying. I can tell you that. I can no, tell you that, that most assuredly. You want to see? <laughs> Are we done? What, what was it? Well, didn't we get like a review one time about uh, like homophobic jokes or something like that? Boy, they are uh, more than once. <laughs> Uh, I mean, we're just... not homophobic. We're homoerotic. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say <laughs> that's one interpretation. I mean, it's not that it was not we don't like the gays. It's just that we act like we are, and it's okay if you are. But I'm not. I not here's if you the ask thing. My parents. Here, here's the thing. Really quick, I'm a hundred percent with you. But there are people who that kind of behavior is still inappropriate. That's how they feel. I oh, clearly well, don't feel that way. But you know, whatever. I'm not here to fight. Mark, not here to fight with people. Just don't cur. I don't cur. Um, yeah, that's all for my plugs. Oh, good. <laughs> okay. Come, glad we're ending awkwardly. <laughs> all right, folks. Thanks for joining oh, us. Oh, I feel bad. <laughs> we are allies of the LGBTQ community. Moving on. I'm subscribed. Um, <laughs> Just not that Q. Oh, my God. Thank you for joining us here on the Metal Hammer of Doom. As we review Randy Savage, be a man, Hulk Hogan. For Jesse Starcher, for Robert Cooper, I am your ally, Mr. Mark Radledge. Be well, be safe, and behave.